1: Every day, usually at around 4 p.m., the Department of Health releases its COVID 19 case bulletin to the public. Journalists scramble to break the news first, furiously refreshing the page to see if it's up. Our eyes are trained to zero in on a few important numbers new and total active cases, recoveries, deaths. But also, not a lot of people know that every day, the DOH removes duplicate cases from the COVID-19 tally, which means recoveries are often retagged as deaths. Almost two years into the pandemic, bakit hindi pa rin tayo magkaroon ng mas accurate at real-time data? Let's find out in this episode of Teka Teka. I'm Izali Puma Podcast.
0: There are data that are suddenly being purged and can always see that because if you compare yesterday and today's data, you would see that there would be certain differences. Iba yung increase ng cases before sa total cases ngayon kumpara sa yung sinasabi lang number of new cases. If you look at the two consecutive days of total cases and compare it to the number of new cases, parang but hindi nagma-match.
1: That was Dr. Peter Caiton of the UP School of Statistics pointing out inconsistencies in the COVID-19 data He says one factor is because cases are often being taken off the COVID census In 2020, it was reported that the DOH removed more than 40,000 duplicate cases from June 12 to August 21 Unfortunately, this practice still happens on a daily basis Here's Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergeres' explanation.
2: Ang posibilidad po na may mauulit sa ating mga itatala bilang unique individuals dahil sa magkalapit na pangalan. Maaring din po na ang kasong ini-input sa information system ay test na pala noon at na italana bilang unique individual. Sa unang example po, maaring ang one de la Cruz at Juan de la Cruz Na walang space apelyido ay magkaparehong tao lamang at na-record bilang dalawang unique individuals. Ang mga ganitong bahagyang kaibahan sa mga pangalan ay hindi lang po paminsan-minsan nangyayari. Marami pong beses itong na-encounter ng mga officers na nagsasagawa ng validation kaya tumatagal po ang proseso ng pag-validate.
1: Pero hindi lang ito ang problemang nakita ni Dr. Kayton. In March this year, he found out that the deaths and the report of deaths by DOH are typically delayed by around 40 days. On rare instances, around 200 days.
0: In certain cases, for recoveries, hindi lahat ng recovered may date of recovery. And last time we saw, it's about either a third to a fourth of the data. Imagine 66 to 75% of the data of those that have recovered do not have date of recovery. It's because for DOH, they really just use a very algorithmic approach. Very haphazard silang mag-add agad ng recovery without sufficient follow-up of the specific case. Pero pagdating sa death, dun sila napakatagal mag-update. It's just weird that the system in which we update the COVID-19 cases is still of varying degrees of capability and compliance. Sometimes if you see this large delay, sometimes it's not per se a delay. It's sometimes really just discrepancy in terms of the problems about the DOH data.
1: Health officials said they've asked disease control units, LGUs, and laboratories to ensure submission of complete and timely information. They explained that before they tag someone as recovered, the agency checks in first with the respective LGU. But there are still gaps. For example, on October 30, the DOH reported 423 deaths, the highest one-day tally since the pandemic began. But turns out it didn't mean that 423 people died of COVID in the last 24 hours. Yusik Verhere says sometimes the numbers go all the way back three months.
2: Ang validation po ng confirmed cases ay isang mahaba at masalimuot na prosesong kinakailangang paglaanan ng mahabang oras upang masiguro na tama ang impormasyon at datos na ating inilalabas. Maraming steps ang kailangang daanan bago po ito umabot sa ating Epidemiology Bureau na nagva-validate nito bago namin ito isa publiko. Sa bawat step po ng flow na yan hindi po mawawala ang risk na maaring magkaroon ng errors sa information and data dahil sa ibat ibang uncontrollable factors kaya kapag mayroong nakitang issue o problema kailangan bumalik sa mas mababang level upang makonfirm at maayos ang datos
1: the doh received a budget allocation of 210 billion pesos this year and used some of that to transition to digital and launch the COVID Gaia platform last year, which is the central repository of all COVID data in the Philippines. But data management remains a problem. So exactly how big is the gap between real-time cases with a DOH tally? Here's Dr. Kaiton again.
0: It might not be 100% the true value, we still do not know how much of the discrepancy in total because again, there are recoveries that we don't really know when they recovered so they are relatively odd whether they are even in fact recoveries at all because on a daily basis, some recoveries are reformed as deaths. In the
1: absence of credible real-time data, paano nasabi ng gobyerno na low-risk na ang NCR? Ang sabi nila, walang kinalaman ang data delay sa pagclassify sa Metro Manila bilang Alert Level 2. Here's Dr. Althea de Guzman of the DOH Epidemiology Bureau ito naman sa alert level system natin ang metrics sa na dinamit natin ay yung dami ng cases no that's
2: one and the second is the healthcare utilization it had no impact in the assessment or in the computation of metrics that we used in assessing kung ano yung alert level classification for national capital region
1: one last thing sometimes the release of the doh case bulletin is late for instance, in September, the covid Kaya system was down for more than three days, which meant data had to be manually encoded during that period. That's right, manual, as in mano-mano, in the midst of the Philippines transitioning to a more relaxed quarantine system. I'm easily This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.